Good morning, Delaware. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. I know it is, isn't it? How was your Thanksgiving, Molly? It was fantastic. There were Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. Yeah. It's a family tradition. If out if we did not have them, we would not have Thanksgiving. It okay. would be over. So Thanksgiving accomplished. Thanksgiving accomplished. <laughs> In the studio with us this morning is Joy Couch. She is a uh, outreach services specialist. Yes. Did I get it? Yes. Oh, adult yay. programming specialist. An yes. adult programming Bonus specialist points. with outreach <laughs> services. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we're going to be talking about, we're going to continue on the theme of food in the second half of the program mm-hmm. with your Around the World and Books and Bites mm-hmm. program. Um, but yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was awesome. Great sides, great desserts. Mm-hmm. All about the dessert. Yeah. All about the dessert. Mm-hmm. What's your Molly said that Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. is her like if it doesn't happen, it's not Thanksgiving. Do you have one in your family too? Oh, if there'd be a rebellion if I didn't make double batch of stuffing for Ooh. leftovers. And now, do you of. put oysters? I've been in discussions lately about whether oysters belong in stuffing or not. I, I have, say no. I have a family who who you says agree? yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Growing up in my family, uh, my dad's extended family, there was always the uh, stuffing with oysters and the stuffing without oysters, and they had to indicate that very clearly. We have the stuffing made in the bird and the stuffing made outside of the bird mm-hmm. because there is a disagreement on whether it's good in the bird or out of the bird i'd say out of the bird yeah Mm. our dish is sweet potatoes in Mm. any form or fashion uh if they are just um and if they're in a casserole with the Mm -hmm. brown sugar and the walnuts that's wonderful Mm. um or if they're just like cubed and in a like buttery brown sugary sauce like a um a slow cooker that's wonderful too in my family the other thing is i would be kicked out if i didn't come with my nice deviled eggs yeah and i use smoked paprika on top okay and a little honey mustard inside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no pickles in my eggs delicious Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have mark on the board with us today mark do you have a favorite thanksgiving like if we don't eat it it's not thanksgiving dish Mm, Spanakopita. No, no way. I like Spanakopita. Yeah. Greek yeah. for Thanksgiving? I've done it two or three times. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, with some uh, spinach, right? You've got yeah. to add some spinach in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Better wow. cheese. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Guys, oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> I know. Yesterday right. was so long ago. Well, I know, but it's all right because we'll have the leftovers all weekend long and then mm-hmm. probably next week too. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then a hundred more like Friendsgivings or Christmases between now and, and the end of the year. My so. eggs never make it, so I always have to make a second batch for Lloyd. Just for you. Like a half size <laughs> right. because <laughs> he gets mad. He only gets two and he thinks thinks the kid shouldn't get as many. Right. So, <laughs> but they're big now. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, this is still off the shelf. And so I guess we do need to talk about books other than food. Fine. But we are going to talk about books and food in the second half of the show. But Molly, are you reading anything? I am. I have a series that I've recently gotten into. It was one of those that if you get on uh, Libby, they kind of have like suggested series. And in October, they posted this one, Nine Lives Magic, with the first book being Witchy Whiskers. Cute. And it is the story of uh, a woman who lives in a town full of witches, 
normals are outside, but she has a very special shop. She has a candle shop, but her candles are unique. When you light one of her candles, they make you feel a certain way. Mm. Maybe they feel make you feel like you're on the beach, or maybe they make you feel like you're on a date with, let's say, Tom Cruise oh. or someone, right. depending on how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. But they just kind of take you where you want to go. Well, everything's going decently well in her life until her aunt leaves her cat. And of course, this cat is a familiar and I've always wanted my cat to talk, but you better watch what you wish for (laughs) because this cat is described so well in the uh, description on Libby as Sophia from the Golden Girls. Mm. It doesn't stop. It complains about everything she does. (laughs) It has lots of long stories. It embarrasses her in front of this cute guy who comes home to see his mom and finds himself in the shop buying an erotic candle for her, Uh which is not what he's meaning to buy. She saves him. He asks her out on a date. And that's when her ex-husband shows up. And this book just keeps going like that. It is magical. It's mystery. It's definitely one of my cozy mysteries, but with that magical feel to it. It feels like um, I've read only one, and people will be mad at me for only reading it. Sarah (laughs) Addison Allen. She has a lot of like magical realism. I have not read that yet. Which also, there are at Mm -hmm. least two people. I I literally stand in or stood in a line at the Public Library Association to get a book for two of our coworkers Mm -hmm. because I would have been kicked out of the library had (laughs) I not done that. Right. But yeah, and Witchy Whiskers, I think I forgot to say the author is Danielle Garrett. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, Joy, do you want to talk about what you've been reading or what's coming up that you are going to be discussing? Uh, yeah. So Either I'm one. reading a book um, that is, I'm taking a break from book club in December since mine is just around the holidays and people are pretty busy, but picking mm-hmm. up in J- January. And um, in January, we celebrate Chinese New Year, so I thought it'd be interesting to read a book that has some Chinese culture in it. Mm -hmm. And the name of the book that I'm reading is called The Night Tiger by Yangtze Chu. And Mm. it takes place, it's historical fiction, in 1931, Malaya. So this is before Malaysia, the modern country, becomes Malaysia. So British colonial Malaya. And a young girl, I'm really early into it, but I was very intrigued by the description. But a young girl who's working off her mother's mahjong debts meets another young boy who is a house servant for a British doctor who dies mysteriously and he believes that his soul will not rest unless his severed finger is buried with his body within 49 <laughs> days of his passing. Oh, goodness. And somehow the dance hall girl who's paying off her mother's mahjong debts came into the possession of this this finger. So I don't know how it's all going to end and how the finger gets reunited with the house servant who's on a mission to bury it with its uh owner what you would just help me with a christmas gift and didn't even know you were this is a wild ride like my okay. eyebrows are in my hairline right I now because i'm like what is happening no severed finger it gets you right from the beginning yeah um, who but, doesn't love a good severed finger yes yes so. so you said it's called the night tiger and go ahead and spell that first name for us uh, so the author's first name is y-a-n-g S Z E. Okay. Chu. C H O O. Uh huh. The so, Night Tiger Night with Tiger. severed fingers. Mahjong debts. I didn't know that mahjong there was debts. gambling yes. in mahjong. I mean, I think I, I, I think I've read about that. I just think of it, you know, like chess or you know, but there's gambling. Yes. I'm <laughs> literally ordering it as we speak. It's uh. so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I want to um, talk about. This is funny and. 
maybe if you didn't cook yesterday or if you like to cook, you'll still be in a cooking mood. Um, but on the whenever you go to our library website, DelawareLibrary.org, and you click up at the top of the website, if you go where you search for a book and you don't actually type in a title of the book, but you just click the search bar, that takes mm-hmm. you to our um, like homepage for our catalog. And there are staff reading recommendations and lists on that. And my coworker, Hannah, put together one called It's Turkey Time. <laughs> and so she's got in her list um, lots of really fun, really great cookbooks that have inspired her to create a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. feast um, and things that she um, has cooked from in the past. There's fun ones like Friendsgiving, Celebrate Your Family of Friends by Alexandra um, Scheitzman. There mm-hmm. is one by the Barefoot Contessa um, of called course. Modern Comfort Food, and that came out in 2020, so that's one of um, Ina Garten's newest ones. Uh, there is the Fine Cooking Thanksgiving Cookbook, and this is the recipes for the turkey, but also all of the trimmings. Yum. So you're talking about your yes. stuffing, you're talking about does it have oysters, so we'll have to see if this one mm-hmm. includes oysters or not. Um but then the funny, the funny thing <laughs> that uh, was happening is I was looking to see, like, oh, what staff lists, lists have people made recently? And right next to my one co-worker's one that is called It's Turkey Time is my other co-worker's one who happens to be vegan called <laughs> Don't Pass the Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are one of those maybe lonely vegans on <laughs> Thanksgiving, and I don't mean lonely in your personal life. I mean like you are the lone vegan at the table of all of the people mm-hmm. eating all of the meat and everything. <laughs> if you are one of the lonely vegans at the table, you can check out Jaina's list. Don't pass the turkey. Um, She's got lots of recommendations if you're a new vegan or vegetarian or if you have one joining you for Mm -hmm. a holiday meal. It's everything you need to know to cook up a succulent and meatless um, holiday Mm -hmm. feast. And so... She's got one called Happy Herbivore Holidays and Gatherings <laughs> with Easy Plant-Based Recipes for Your Healthiest Celebrations and Special Occasions by Lindsay Nixon. She's got another one called Happy Vegan Christmas by nice. Caroline uh, Johnson. Um, Party Vegan, Fabulous Fun Food for Every Occasion by Robin Robertson. Um, and then, yeah, lots of ones just Vegan Christmas, Vegan Holiday Cookbook, um, I was really intrigued by this one, Vegan Pie in the Sky. It's mm-hmm. 75 out-of-this-world recipes for pies, tarts, cobblers, and more. Nice. Which you know those are going to be good because those yeah. are all fruit-based anyway, for the yeah. most part, from some vegetable-based and everything like that. It's just, you know, no egg, no cheese. Just it'll, go for it. It'll be fine. It'll be delicious. Um, yeah, so I thought that those were hilarious just in the fact that they were side by side with the It's Turkey Time and the Don't Pass the Turkey by the two girls who work in the office with me. <laughs> but what a great reminder, too, that we have people coming to our tables who do eat differently. All of our dishes, we have learned to adapt gluten-free because mm-hmm. there's a gluten-free member of our family, and mm-hmm. we want them to be able to partake and enjoy as well and not have like the one thing they made on their plate. Well, and everything at my table has to have bread because that's the only thing that one of my children will eat. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, like, oh, are you guys having a wonderful Thanksgiving feast and you want us to come? Great. I'm going to bring the King's Hawaiian rolls because I know that's what my children will eat. Yes. (laughs) And that will be their full meal. And my thought is, I just don't want to make anybody sick this year. Yeah. (laughs) This year? Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
We're careful. (laughs) (laughs) No, we haven't made anybody too sick. But every now and again, if you're gluten-free and have that bite, you know, the rest of us, if you've never experienced it, I think it's pretty severe. So Everybody wants to have happy tummies on the holiday season. Happy tummies for the holiday season. That I would love be my it. book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to take a break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk with Joy from Outreach, all about her Around the World in Books and Bites book club and what's coming up on this Monday. So stay tuned. And welcome back. You are listening to Off the Shelf. This is our special post-Thanksgiving food coma cozy show. Mm-hmm. It's just, all about food. All about food. It's so like my just, favorite you know, thing. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're listening through your TuneIn app, or if you happen mm-hmm. to be driving somewhere, maybe you're driving to your second Thanksgiving of the weekend, or your first Thanksgiving, or your fifth Thanksgiving of the weekend. Just, there can't you know, be too many. Yeah, just cozy mm-hmm. in and listen to us talk about food. <laughs> uh, again, I'm your host, Nicole Faust, here with Molly myers Levady. Hello! And we have Joy Kelch joining us from the Community and Family Outreach Services Department. She is an adult programming specialist. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. Thanks for having <laughs> I me. I love how you get like, did I do it? Did I do Every it? Time. Every time. Of course, I didn't write it down after the first time. <laughs> so that's my bad. But um, we're so excited because you have had this book group around the world in Books and Bites for how, how long now? It started in September of 2019. Mm-hmm. And so we were going pretty steady until COVID hit. Right. COVID. So we took a couple months off, but then we were meeting virtually all throughout mm-hmm. from yeah. June of 2020 until now. Right. And so mm-hmm. now you, the book club, has a, um, a virtual component and an in person component for the next meeting or two. Um, and then it'll continue in person in the new, um, in the new year. So yeah, what tell us a little bit about, about first of all what the club is, what inspired it, and what happens during it. Um, okay, well it takes some of my two favorite things, reading and eating, combines <laughs> them. Um, I'm kind of a foodie. I like a lot of different mm-hmm. international cuisines, and I think we're really lucky and are part of uh, you know Delaware County where we have a lot of different ethnic yes. restaurants. So we read a book set in a particular location around the globe, and um, then we meet in a restaurant that pairs with that food culture. So because it's November and we're tending to gather with people at home, I chose the U.S. as our setting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've done books set in India and met in an Indian restaurant or Middle Eastern restaurant, and so that kind of... Um, we're reading something in February, and we're meeting at um, Jay Gumbo's. Oh, oh Jay yeah. Gumbo's. So. A little, little New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Ancient. Uh-huh. Love that one. Fun. <laughs> well, so you've got one coming up uh, this week after this after the weekend. Um, you've got a virtual meeting on Monday, November 28th at 1 o'clock, and you've got an in-person meeting on Tuesday, uh, November mm-hmm. 29th at 1 o'clock as well. Um, you're talking about the School of Essential Ingredients. Ooh, so tell me more. Ooh, well, it's about a woman named Lillian. I believe she's in Seattle, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And um, she owns a restaurant, and every Monday it closes for her to offer cooking mm-hmm. lessons. So this particular batch of students that comes in is a pretty eclectic crowd. There's an older couple, and they you know, have grandkids, and there's some younger people and some professional people, some older people who are widowed and so it's just Mm. sort of uh, Mm -hmm. a good story of their lives and their background how they all come together and overcome different life challenges yeah it had that element of cooking and everybody gathering because of food 
Um, and yet it was very much sort of a human interest story. Yeah. Yeah. Those are always, I find that, I think a lot of the books that you choose for this particular book group are a mm-hmm. lot like that because it's learning about the culture and how do we learn yeah. about the culture by learning about the people, the food, all of the different aspects, mm-hmm. the crazy gambling mahjong mm-hmm. figures. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. All of the insight. before. That one's gonna be that one's gonna be a whole lot of fun. So um, you were saying that there's still room available for the virtual meeting on Monday, the yes. 28th. Mm-hmm. Um, so you head over to DelawareLibrary.org, click on our events tab, um, go to Monday at one o'clock, and you can register to get your seat for that. And you'll get mm-hmm. all the explanation you need for how to connect to our Zoom account for that. Um, and you can eat along, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. so your Tuesday group then is full now. Is that right? Yes. Your Tuesday okay. group is full. They are meeting at one o'clock at Olivina. But if somebody wants to join the Monday group, they could you know mm-hmm. order from Olivina. Yes. And then go to their computer screen and join. Exactly. Or make something from you know the south. Uh, Southwest, right? East, uh-huh. west. I am not trustworthy on directions. America. Portland, go somewhere near Portland. Find some Portland recipes and then join in as well. Yeah. I, you know, it is interesting. Even within our own country, food can vary so much. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have mentioned I'm of Appalachian, but my husband's Southern and food is very different down to we both love grits. But our grits look really, really different from oh, each yeah. other. Yeah. So there's just sort of that different little taste you can get. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and then even like what your family has like nicknamed something or what mm-hmm. your family has um, like in, in, a, in a different dialect or something like that. My husband's family is Italian and his uh, mom's mom always made a rice dis- dish, which we know as risotto. Mm-hmm. Um, but his family has always called it risotto. And it's not a creamy white rice base. It's Mm a um, marinara and cheese, like a red sauce base. And so it's just risotto. Risotto is the thing. And when I talk about risotto, people are like, that's not Italian. And I'm like, oh, no, it's the most Italian. I know. (laughs) Through Italians, they clip off the the final vowel. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Regatta, regatta. Regatta, yeah, exactly. It's risotto. Risotto, risotto. Yeah, exactly. Um, what are some of the other titles that you're excited about and, and some of your places? Oh, gosh. Um, well, you mean from the past or coming up or any? Either. Oh. <laughs> um, let's see. I really loved when we read um, The Namesake. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and we went. It's no longer called Saffron Grill, but it used to be. Now. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Changed. We went there to um, uh, meet for our book discussion. And it was interesting. The waiter was from the same state in India that the story took wow. place in. so which was uh, he was Bengali from Bengal so we were able to kind of chew his ear <laughs> and get a little even more cultural background and then recently we did um, of women in salt which was set in Cuba mm-hmm. and we were oh, fortunate to talk with Cuban Pablo food. And, nice. and a woman in our book group actually had come from Cuba and she was just a small child and so she had interesting mm-hmm. stories so when you have those personal connections it really brings a whole new level of like, you know, understanding to the story. Right. Oh, absolutely. That's really yeah. amazing. And I feel like so many new restaurants are opening all the time that you're just 
more and more fodder around the county, more and more. <laughs> right. I know. I need to find a book that's a really good one set in Greece because there's a lot of really Greek good, Greek great, really good Greek I restaurants. Found one if you know a good one. The right okay, I'm going to start looking for okay. that. <laughs> okay, you hear that, listeners? That's your challenge: is to find a good Greek book. Good when I was in grad school, the girl next door to me, her parents owned a Greek restaurant, and she'd go home from the holidays and come back with all of these boxes of food and just like hand out the oh. most amazing Greek food. Oh, yeah, the pastisio. Well, Mm-hmm. Mark's the one talking about Hispanicopita for Thanksgiving. We'll have to ask him if he has recommendations. He's a good reader, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that is really exciting. So definitely uh, go to our website, check out um, our events tab, and just search for Around the World in Books and Bites, and you'll see some of the upcoming meetings and what you can get yourself registered for. Um, it's a really it's a really fun club, and what's better than talking about food on mm-hmm. the holiday season? Mm-hmm. So I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Indeed. Well, we will close out our show as we always do, which is talking about some of our upcoming events. Mm-hmm. Um, you already knew that we were closed, you know, early on Wednesday and yesterday. But um, we do have some interesting, we can give you like a little tease. Our holiday closures for December yeah. um, and January are a little bit wider than they normally are just because of the holiday falling over um, the like Saturday, yeah, Sunday, Sunday kind of timeline. So in December for the Christmas time, we will be closed the 24th through the 26th. Yes. And then we'll open again on Tuesday, the 27th. Um, and then the same pattern will repeat a week later for New Year's Eve. So we'll close on the 31st. Uh, yeah, we'll close yeah, on the, the 31st. 31st. Um, be closed on the 1st and 2nd and then reopen on the yes. 3rd. So it's, it's a little bit crazy this time crazy of year. Crazy and wonderful. Yeah. Molly, what else is happening at the, at you the know, library? This is a great time for me to remind everybody about our story times. There mm-hmm. is especially one coming up at Delaware, the family story time from 6.30 to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's a great time, especially those of you who took a you know an extra day or so off mm-hmm. and want to just kind of keep the celebration going to go together and do something, especially if you have little kids. We're using early literacy, yeah. but it's fun for everyone. So it's how to make those skills you need to learn to read a little more exciting, a little more fun a little less pressury because parents you have enough pressure in your lives <laughs> you don't need any pressure we'll just drop some easy hints that you know can help you in your day-to-day let the librarians take it let them you take know. it we'll just we'll just hide that learning and fun and we sometimes give you a shout out for doing things that you don't think are important like reading aloud the road signs or reading the back of the cereal box <laughs> All of that makes your kids a reader, letting pretend play go crazy in your house. Right. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing. Yeah, story times are always a really, really, really fun time at the library. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that we are story time parents. They bond over Oh, they all do. Everything. If you're feeling lonely as a parent, you're you're there with your kids alone. It is such a great place to be. Uh, you get to know not only the other parents, but the librarians become kind of, you all feel like, I mean, I still have story time families I run into, and it's crazy. Years later, they're high schoolers. Man, they're high schoolers. <laughs> From my, my baby time, some of them are in college already, and quite a f- few of them. And uh, <laughs> and I age quite a bit, but it's so great to see kids growing up and just... Mm-hmm. Blossoming, and yeah. we were that little bit of a piece of their their history. It's gonna it's gonna be a really really mm-hmm. good week. It's gonna be a quiet week, um, but I can't stress enough to visit our website and see what we've got coming up. Um, some of the one of the holiday programs that's coming up, I want to say on the thirteenth of December, 
is, um, and the only reason I remember that is because it's right after my daughter's birthday, is um, <laughs> Mr. George is doing his Polar Express program. Yeah, so always so much fun. a whole lot of fun. Um, but yeah, check our check our calendar, see what's happening. Join one of our book clubs. We've got a couple book clubs coming up the end of this month. Um, check our hours, download our app, do all the things. and uh, Do all the things. Go eat some food. Oh my gosh, all the food. Yeah, I'm going to go eat some more food. I know, let's just roll out of here too. <laughs> Joy, thanks for being our guest this morning. Thanks for having me. Molly, always a pleasure. Always fun. And Mark, thank you for running the board for us today. My pleasure. <laughs> we will see you in the stacks.